The Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return, sponsored by Narconon Ojai. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. My name is Joni Siegel, and I'm your host for today's episode. Our whole purpose is to give you hope if you are in the throes of addiction or you have a loved one that is in the throes of addiction, and also to make sure that you know that there is help available. Those are really our two main goals with this podcast. If you would, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and also check us out on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And when you give us a good review, it's not just for our edification, it helps people find us. And we feel that the more people that find us, the more people are getting better. And that's what we want. Today, we are going to be talking to Fabian Padro. Fabian is the executive director of Narconon Ojai, and Narconon Ojai is the sponsor of this podcast. There are Narconon programs throughout the world, and the program that they deliver is the same no matter what Narconon you go to. However, Narconon Ojai is considered the exclusive Narconon program largely because of the amenities that it has to offer. It has the same program that is available at Narconon Baton Rouge or Narconon Suncoast or even Narconon in Nepal. But Narconon Ojai has facilities that no other Narconon has. It's located on 40 plus acres in the beautiful part of California known as Ojai. Without further ado, let's talk to Fabian Padro. Fabian, I know that you're super busy, so thank you very much for being willing to be on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. What I'd like you to start off with, we will get into the Narconon program in depth, but what I'd like to hear from you is what was your background that led you into becoming the executive director of a rehab? It's not, I don't think it's necessarily an occupation that people start off going after. So what led you up to this? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a pretty interesting background, pretty diverse background. I used to basically do business consulting and for business professionals and counseling and kind of like more of like a coaching, motivational type consulting. And basically, I was coming across a lot of individuals that were struggling uh, with drug, drug abuse. And at the time, you know, they needed a kind of more of a higher level of care because it wasn't equipped uh, with the, you know, appropriate setting to be able to handle those people. And I, I definitely wanted to help, you know, that's kind of my purpose is uh, to want to help people naturally being a, a coach and a consultant. Uh, so it started kind of there leading me into the field, obviously at a very young age. Um, I used to have to go visit, you know, unfortunately visit family members uh, that were struggling with uh, prescription medications, uh, particularly psychotropic drugs. And, you know, having to obviously go and visit them in the hospital at a very, very young age and in disagreement with the type of, uh, you know, solutions that were out there and not, you know, not seeing an improvement in, in, in my family members and things like that. So that was always there from a very young age. How young? Um, How young, Fabian? Uh, starting at, you know, four years old, four, you know, all the way to the time I was four years old, you know, going in and visiting you know, family members of, of, you know, from my father to brother to uncles, you know, just 
everybody, you know, in my family. That's fascinating that even at that young age, you would know there's something wrong with this picture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's as silly as it sounds, it's pretty, it's pretty inherent of, you know, the proper way to, to care for somebody and, uh, you know, that they're getting better. You know, you, you, it's very easy. It's, it's, I mean, just recently, I, you know, we put out a newsletter that will be coming out of a, a young, uh, young lady who just graduated from our center, who I'd love to have, you know, come and talk on the show. But basically, you know, she, she was religiously going to, you know, 12, 12 step meetings, religiously going to, you know, from rehab to rehab that applied the dual diagnosis technique. And, you know, she went in for one drug, you know, and came out with nine. Oh my God. So <clears throat> the solutions that are out there these days that are more of the mainstream and, and what's out there, you know, for people genuinely looking for help, you know, they're, they're trying to get off of one drug and they're supplemented with many more drugs. And, you know, just in my opinion, you, you just cannot, you know, handle a drug addiction by giving a person drugs. That's just not, uh, you know, how you get somebody proper help. It really doesn't make any sense. It's a nonsensical solution to a problem. I, I do want to go down that road, but I just want to go back a little bit to your background and you, so you're working with businesses and then um, the opportunity arose for you to end up at Narconon Ojai? Yeah, basically. So my background, a quick rundown of my background. I was in the United States Navy. I was in the military. Uh, I was a ceremonial guard for President Bill Clinton at the White House. I did that for about two and a half years. And then I was on a nuclear aircraft carrier. And then got out of the military, went to college, studied international business, got married, uh, moved to California, started a couple of different companies, consulting company, software company, and counseling and coaching company. And then uh, did that for many, many years. Uh, and then moved back to Florida and then came back to L.A., and was recruited for this opportunity to, you know, run Narconon Ojai, which is obviously uh, the premier center for the Narconon network. So we are on um, 45 acres, 27,000 square foot facility. Uh, we have, you know, a helicopter pad. We have two chefs that cook all organic meals, uh, two housekeepings. We take only five people at a time. You have mountain lions. We have mountain lions. Yeah, I was telling <laughs> you this morning that we had a mountain lion. We're, we're pretty much in the mountains. Uh, you know, nice overview of the Ventura County and can see the ocean. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful, lovely facility. Obviously, if you guys want to show a picture, you, you, you'll, you'll see the picture there and see, see what I'm talking about. But it's a, it was an amazing opportunity that I couldn't pass up. And obviously, it's a great purpose to help people. Uh, with addiction, and I'm having a great time doing it. Good. I think one of the um, advantages with a facility like Narconon Ojai is so often we hear that the addict needs to get out of the environment in order to really take a look at what it was that led them down the path of turning to drugs as a solution for whatever problems that they have. And while I have not physically been to visit Narcan on Ojai, I have seen enough pictures to know that, mm -hmm. wow, that's a place to go if you need to get a new environment. I mean, it's beautiful there. Yeah, it's a very aesthetic environment. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, getting somebody out of their environment, you know, to be able to take that, you know, take a step back and 
have a look at the things that are happening in their life. It's just that alone is a valid form of therapy is, you know, a change of environment. And obviously, if you're in an environment that doesn't stimulate the individual, there isn't those outer influences trying to draw the person back in and remind them of all their problems, you know, that in itself can be very therapeutic for, for an individual. Exactly. I will put up pictures of Narconon Ojai, but I would also love to put up a picture of you as an honor guard. Do you have one of those? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely send you one so that you can uh, put up. It's a very long time ago, about 20 years ago. Okay, good. <laughs> I want to put that one up. Yeah. So let's focus um, a bit on the Narconon program and I'd like you to go through the different steps so that people understand that the Narconon program is, it's not, um, well, it's not faith-based. It is an exact scientific researched methodology that works when it's applied. So let's go through those steps so that people understand it better. Sure. Um, so obviously on my journey, you know, just to add to this, I, I've been you know, doing this for the last three and a half years. And on my journey, obviously, I've encountered a lot of people that I've had to pick up from other rehabs and other programs. So I'll start with that. Normally, like I was saying earlier, is, you know, the, the, the modalities or the treatment modalities that are out there, you know, dual diagnosis, 12-step, um, use different a different technique than us, obviously. Sometimes other medications are involved or you know, ongoing meetings that you attend and things like that with other addicts. What is so dual diagnosis, th- Fabian? Sorry to cut you off. But what is dual diagnosis? I don't know that we've talked about that ever on the podcast. Sure, sure. So dual diagnosis, that's more, it's more of the mainstream of how addiction is being treated currently. So basically that's somebody who goes to their doctor, you know, says they're struggling with addiction, uh, with substance abuse of, of some sort. And basically, you know, they get diagnosed uh, with depression, anxiety, uh, manic, depress- manic depression, or, you know, they get slapped with a label of some type. And then from there, you know, to treat their, their anxiety or to treat their depression, they're given another uh, drug, whether it be an antipsychotic drug or a benzodiazepine for anxiety or something like that, or sleep medication. So basically, it's, it's, it's trading one medica- one drug for another drug. And then on top of that, you know, getting a label, this is why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, or this is why you have this addiction, because you're, you know, have a chemical imbalance, and therefore you need more chemicals uh, to balance the imbalance. Uh, so that that's basically what dual diagnosis alludes to, you know, and then 12-step uh, kind of falls on the tails of that, uh, you know, obviously, you know, they ask you to attend meetings and things like that. Right. So on my journey, I picked up a lot of individuals coming uh, to treatment to us, uh, coming out of those type of programs. And when they come, they're pretty much in a, in a, in a pretty poor state in a sense physically, you know, and I'll, I'll show you some before and after pictures that I will also send that we can put up here okay. uh, to show the difference. You know, this is before Narcanon, this is after Narcanon, but basically... The first part of our program is designed to help the individual just get the basics of life, which is new, proper nutrition, proper rest, uh, and a change of environment. And um, you know, during that time period, it's about a seven to t- seven to ten day uh, time period that we do what's called a non-medical withdrawal, 
We're just giving the person vitamins and minerals uh, and nutrition, making sure they're eating and sleeping correctly. And then we're doing light therapeutic uh, methods such as objectives, which is basically a method to basically get the person in the present time environment, you know, out of their head and exterior from everything else and get their attention off their problems, off their bodies and just into their present time environment so that they're not thinking of those things. And then we're doing light uh, uh, assist touch, which are basically just kind of techniques to help the body relax and get back in communication with itself and, and properly help with, with ease withdrawal sim symptoms uh, that come with uh, withdrawal. Right. So that's what, about a... What kind yep, of comments do you get from people who probably for the first time are doing a withdrawal that is more holistic and nutrition-based and not just um, supplying methadone or suboxone? What kind of comments do people give you about that withdrawal? Yeah, well, the first three days are probably the hardest days, I would say. I think always, yeah. 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 I mean, that's, those are usually the hardest days. The first three days, you know, there's a lot of different withdrawal type symptoms. Uh, so the person is, you know, there's times where they're agitated. They, they go through all types of emotions. But, you know, what's interesting to see is how they slowly um, become more aware and alert of their environment. Uh, obviously, you know, we're there to help them get through those discomforts that uh, come with the withdrawal. Uh, but the techniques are very simple. And that's, you know, as far as commentary, it's, you know, this is simple, you know, and at first, they're, they're a little bit hesitant, because of the simplicity of it, you know, they're so used to other techniques that seem very rigorous, or just, you know, scientific of some manner that that isn't really, you know, it's uh, right. so, so basically, it's just basics of, you know, Let's be here in the present. Let's not think about the problems right now, because later on, we're going to address the problems, but we need to get you here in order to do that first. Right. So it's just so it's, it's it's the simplicity of things. And I'm always a big believer. The more simple the thing is that that's what I tend to go with and work with. Exactly. And they have someone with them pretty much whenever they're awake. Right. And and it's also medically supervised. Correct. Yes, yeah, so we do have a medical director that monitors everything, and then there is a, a staff member that's trained in withdrawal procedure uh, that's around the, uh, the clock with them 24-7, so there's three shifts, three eight-hour shifts around the clock, you know, monitoring the person's vitals, make sure that they're in the ranges that they need to be in, and helping with, again, come off of the uh, withdrawal symptoms that, that tend to uh, uh, come with withdrawing from drugs. Right. And so then the next step in the Narcanon program, which is one of the most exciting steps from my viewpoint, and one that sets Narcanon apart from every other drug treatment program, and this is not to diss other drug treatment programs. This is just to kind of highlight what the difference is, and that's the New Life Sauna Detox. Yeah, the New Life Sauna Detox is, is a particular method only uh, done at uh, at Narconon facilities. And basically what that is, is what was found by Mr. Hubbard and his, his research in drug addiction is that when an individual does drugs and then stops doing drugs, just because they stop doesn't mean that the drug doesn't continue to have an effect on the body. And what was discovered is that the residues and the toxins of the drug stay lodged in the body's fatty tissues. He did a lot of research on this with uh, LSD that has a crystallization effect and then stays stuck in the fatty tissues and then can be re-released into the bloodstream 
and have the same effect as if you were taking the drug. So basically the theory is uh, to, to handle that, one uh, detoxifies the body by taking a particular vitamin regimen that we give here at Narcanon that helps flush the bodies of any of those impurities and toxins. And then you sweat uh, the drugs and toxins out of your body. And then it's accompanied with a 30 minute session of exercising of light, you know, some light jogging to get the blood circulation. Um, and one of the key vitamins that a person is taking is uh, a vitamin called niacin. And that basically helps the body flush any radiations, things like radiations and, and things like toxins out of the body and help get that out of, out of the system. And then uh, it's on average about a 23 day period. A person is in a sauna for five hours a day. They can go in and out of the sauna as they like to cool off. They're not in there just for five hours. It's about you know anywhere from five to 10 minutes, whatever their comfort level is. And there's showers and things like that. We have pools that they can you know basically go and cool off and then come back. And they, they do that. And that's accompanied with some light therapeutic techniques called objectives, which I kind of dis discussed and explained earlier. Right. And it's about a 23 day period. And I mean, that really is addressing the body. Uh, so that the body is back to normal. And that's really what rehabilitation is all about. It's, it's, uh, you know, rehabbing the individual's health uh, back to normal state after being through addiction or having some illness or ailment. And, um, that's really the definition of rehabilitation is, is just that part, but we, we obviously don't stop there. Right. You know, that's a really good analogy because if you think about it, when you um, rehab a house, for example, you basically get rid of what isn't working in the house and augment and improve what is working. And so anyway, it's a good analogy. But the other point I want to make, because I think a lot of people who are listening, I, if you Okay, I may be older than a lot of the people listening, but I recall hearing a lot about LSD flashbacks. And mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, everybody knew that you could get flashbacks with LSD, but what I don't think is that people understand what that physical mechanism is. There's obviously a mental mechanism, but what the physical mechanism is. And I think that Mr. Hubbard, and for those of you listening, we are talking about L. Ron Hubbard. He did develop this specific technology and i think what he discovered had never been discovered before and that was that the the fat in your body is the dumping ground so obviously drugs are not nutrition your body's not going to use them to grow so the any residual drugs that aren't causing you to get high or whatever are going to they're going to lodge in the fatty tissues that's where they stay and um not only when those fatty tissues break down, like let's say you decide you're going to exercise now that you're not doing drugs anymore, not only do those fatty tissues break down and give you hallucination, hallucinations or whatever, they can also cause a craving. So then you want to take the drug again. And I think that's huge. You are listening to the Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. For more information on the podcast or to reach out if you have a story you would like to share with us, go to our Facebook page by the same name, or you can email us at theaddictionpodcast at yahoo.com, or go to our website, theaddictionpodcast.com, or call us at 
7080. And please remember to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review. For more information on our sponsor, Narcanon Ojai, visit their website at narcanonojai.org. That's N-A-R-C-O-N-O-N-O-J-A-I.org. Or call 1-866-231-5924. That's 1-866-231-5924. Sometimes, the hardest thing about getting someone into recovery is getting them to agree to treatment. Bobby Newman, a certified drug counselor with 30 years experience and an over 85% success rate as an interventionist, has created a series of 12 videos that you can use right now to learn every step to get your loved one to agree to treatment. Call 1-833-918-0008 today and say the word podcast to get a 10% discount. Or go to newmaninterventions.com and type in the word podcast for a 10% discount. This service comes with a free one-hour consultation with Bobby. Yeah, it's it's an amazing discovery, and that's why it's something that's different and uh, than anything that's out there. You know, the analogy that I like to 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 say is basically: think is if you had a glass and you filled that glass with milk and you drink the milk, and then you look back at the glass, there's that little layer of film of milk still in the glass that you can see, and that's kind of how it works. You know, you basically are putting things into your body. Yes, they go through your body and out the system. But however, there's these residuals uh, that stay left behind, especially after long-term use, you know, of course it's going to affect your body in that manner. And so that's what we do. We definitely rehabilitate the individual through this sauna, the new life detox program. And it's, it's an amazing thing to watch. You know, the person goes in there and, you know, by the last day they they look like a completely new person. You know, it's an oil change for the body and, you know, you see the person's, you know, they have color back in their skin, their hair is growing again, and their nails look nice. And the, the you can see the whites of their eyes and uh, just, you know, to name a few things that you can just visually see that has improved in the individual. Obviously, also their emotions, they go through many different emotions while they're, while they're doing this. And then you just see the person, in, individual come back to life. And it's, a, it's an amazing thing to witness. That's awesome. What are some of the things that you hear them say to you as they, the students say to you as they go through the program, the sauna program specifically, that part? Yeah, so there, there's daily reports uh, that uh, our staff and the individual going through the program are responsible for filling out. And we're, we're checking everything from their, you know, their weight, uh, their, their vitals. And then obviously, did they experience any uh, withdrawal symptoms or any cravings of sorts? So that's where you definitely start to see some interesting things of, as far as cravings. You know, people are craving uh, marijuana, for instance, is, is, is an interesting drug that people think are, is harmless. But it's interesting to be in the sauna with somebody who's been abusing marijuana for many years and then you start smelling it in the sauna, oh literally coming out of their pores. And then the person is, you know, is having very similar uh, cravings and things like that of the drug and, you know, communicating about that. And then they have some really good realizations of, of uh, memories, you know, when they're doing the drug and they, they start to talk about that. And it's, a, it's an interesting thing to see these things kind of blow off of the body of the individual or off of their mind. And, 
and then they, they come through it and then they, they feel a lot better on the other side. Yes. You know, it's um, fascinating to me. I have been to several graduations uh, of the Narconon that's here in our area, Narconon Suncoast. And when, you know, the students are asked for, you know, any win or success they might have had, not a lot is said about withdrawal, although, you know, we know that this withdrawal is different. But once it comes to the new life, the new sauna, new life sauna detox. Sorry, I can get that out. Um, that's where I hear people really start to say how different it is and how they get their life back and they get themselves back and they feel like a child again. They feel younger. They feel healthier. And it's it's quite awe-inspiring to hear that. And I know you get to hear it on a regular basis. Yeah, it's a, it's a magical experience to watch them go through and come out the other end. I mean, from, you know, people that could barely move their body and, you know, get out of bed in the mornings and, and things like that, you know, and then they get to us and then you just see them come to life on every step of the program, especially this part of the program, you know, is a, a huge dif- major difference from when they arrive to when they're finished with that part of the program, for sure. Right. Now, you've talked a little bit about the objective drills, but I know that the next step, once they're through with the New Life Sauna Detox, is a whole, <clears throat> excuse me, a whole section with the objective drills. Explain a little bit about those, what those objective drills do and what they're for at that step in the program. Yeah, so one, one of the parts of recovery, you know, that we're a big proponent of is that an individual helps somebody else uh, you know, that's struggling with addiction. So that's what we do is we twin people up, twin students up uh, to work with one another and deliver these objectives. And basically what they're designed to do, each objective is to help the person become <clears throat> better with their communication. Uh, so there's a lot of communication drills that they learn about and just basically how to communicate with another individual. Uh, there's processes of just being there comfortably in their environment uh, these are things that, unfortunately, individuals struggle with, you know, the ability to confront and just be in their environment comfortably and be able to communicate comfortably. Even uh, without drugs. Individuals. Even without yeah. drugs, you know, so it's basically teaching that individual how to do that all over again, you know, and, and do it without uh, the usage of drugs. And then basically how. So what, it, what what you see in this part of the program is, one, they enjoy helping other people. I think naturally people want to help other people. Uh, so that in, its, in alone is in itself a therapeutic for the individual, that they, they have the ability to help somebody else. They have the ability to communicate with somebody else and, and get them through their problem and confront that problem um, together. So, I mean, if anything, I think that's the main message that comes out of that part of the program. Uh, it's an interesting uh, technique to try to describe without obviously showing uh, how that how that works, but basically that's that's the gist of it. You know, the person is just becoming more and more present in their environment, more in communication with their environment, and again, the processes are meant uh, to take the individual from being introverted and extrovert to individual, so that they're present and they can confront and handle, you know, everyday life without having to use drugs to do that. And thank you, and that's huge because. Obviously, when someone has been addicted to drugs or alcohol, they have done things, if, if not just getting high and getting drunk, that they're not happy about, they don't feel good about. And so 
being able to get into the present and get their attention off of the past is it's a huge deal so after we you do the all of the different objective drills what happens next in the Narconon program? Yeah, so naturally, you know, with the person being in better communication and, and, you know, better confront of their life and being able to be there comfortably, they start to look at their life. So naturally, the next portion of uh, the program are life skill courses. And that is basically a series of three different courses that the individual does. One's called Ups and Downs in Life. Uh, the other one's called personal values and integrity, and the last one is called changing conditions in life. And basically, what those courses do with ups and downs, uh, basically, you know, a person has in their life naturally ups and downs in their life. There's there's challenges that life is going to throw at them. So what this course is designed to do is to take a look at the people that are in, involved in their life, particularly the ones that are giving them a hard time. Uh, like their drug dealer, for instance, or, you know, friends that are constantly getting in trouble with them, or, you know, maybe a family member that isn't uh, conducive or supportive to their goals in life, and learn how to identify those difficult people with characteristics, you know, that are very common in those type of individuals that don't mean you well. So they learn about antisocial and social personalities, and how to identify both you know, positive individuals and negative individuals in their life so that they can properly uh, change their environment and get those type of people out of their environment and bring in more positive people into their environment. So we're... That's a good point. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but I remember hearing that, you know, sometimes when people come to uh, treatment, they think that um, their drug dealer is their best friend because, I mean, of course, their drug dealer would show up at three o'clock in the morning with whatever they needed. And so it's it's good when they go through this exercise and, yeah, kind of take a different look at yeah, that. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a big confront for the person. It's a change, you know, to really uh, look at the people in their life. And again, you know, I'm a big proponent of you can't soar like an eagle if you surround yourself with turkeys all the time. Good, good analogy. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to do better, you got to surround yourself with people that are doing better and doing good that are more uplifting than, you know, trying to always help the people that are always bringing you down, you know, emotionally. So that's that's a big part of what they do is they look at um, those type of people in their life so that they can have a better, you know, life of, of people that are a better support group, you know, per se, when they leave the program. Then the next course is uh, after they have identified the people that are meaning them well, then uh, with personal values and integrity, they're they're relearning morals and values uh, and looking at uh, taking a a look at an inventory of life, the things that they've been doing in life that led them to our door, you know, all the actions that uh, made them come to Narconon, which is obviously not a lot of good actions. So they look at the different dynamics in their life. They look at the the things they've been doing to themselves, you know, not taking care of their body, you know, damaging their body with drugs, obviously, you know, just not feeding it, not taking care of it properly. Or they look at their family dynamic in the the sense of um, where, you know, either their wife or their husband or mom and dad, you know, they've been lying to them, they've been stealing from them. Uh, you know, been doing bad things. So they take a look at and address these areas in their life so that they can take 
an honest look at themselves and an honest look at life and take responsibility for their for their own actions because at the end of the day that that individual is responsible for their own condition in life and that is basically the realization that the person comes to at that point in the program and that leads them into the last part of our program which is changing conditions in life so obviously once they realize that they're responsible for their condition in life they got to see how can i improve the situation that i'm in so that i can get better and i can continue to do better and if things don't go right all the time you know how do i how do i change that around so that i can become a more stable person and that's what changing conditions in life does so when an individual goes through these courses there's just a lot of things that come up every every person has a different journey every person has a different story you know everybody has different problems but uh, collectively with these courses uh, we believe that a person can change their life can take responsibility for their actions and decisions and and make better decisions and and take action on making a better life and that's uh, where the person graduates they do a graduate program and then uh, they go back home and they, they they get a new life. What is the graduate program? What does that mean? So yeah, basically a graduate program is just a program that is designed, you know, step by step to address the things that the person has to address. It's, you know, there's different things that everybody has in their life. Sometimes people come to us with different different uh, situations. Maybe they don't have a job, so you know they have time to reflect. Okay, where am I going to work? You know, we're we're really big into you know, in order to help with someone's sobriety and keep them sober, you know, some of the things that are important is one, that they, they get all the negative influences out of their life. So knowing where they're going to live, you know, going back into that environment, who are they going to hang out with? Who are the people that they need to get rid of? Um, you know, changing their environment. Where are you going to live? You know, sometimes people don't have a place to live. Maybe they were you know, on the streets when they came to us, or maybe they're coming out of jail when they came to us, or, you know, maybe they're going through a divorce uh, when they come to us. You know, it's not always, uh, you know, the best scenario sometimes when someone comes to us. So we're looking at those things uh, with the individual on a graduate program. You know, where are you going to work? That's another big uh, proponent. You know, a person has to be productive right. when they get back, or if not, they get bored. They go right back into the same habits. So staying productive is really important in sobriety. You know, production is the basis of morale. You're not going to feel good if you're not producing. So uh, we want to make sure the person knows where they're going to work. If they have legal problems, what are the steps to get out of those legal problems so that they can get back into society and back on the right track? Uh, where are you going to work? The people you're going to hang out with? And what are the actions you're going to take to make amends to the people that you've hurt? So really getting those things really worked out so that they have a step-by-step -step program on this is what you need to get busy on and this is what you need to start producing on the minute that you get back. And sometimes there's some damage to be made up to the family members, to their environment, to society. And there's just different things depending on the person, but that's basically what a graduate program consists of. And then we have a graduate officer that follows up with that individual, keeping them accountable, holding them accountable helping them if they run into any problems. And that, that continues, you know, on pretty much as, as long as their program isn't done, you know, until it's done, that's, that's when the graduate program is, is complete. But an individual can always call us, always, you know, stay connected with us. We always check in time to time. And there's people that I still check in two, three years later, you know, to check on how they're doing and check with their family members. It's, it's, like, it's like a family member once they come through the Narcodon program. Right. 
I think that's awesome that you do the follow-up and that they leave with an actual program of, you know, how they're going to stay sober and how they're going to change the conditions in their life so that they aren't landing back in the same condition that they were. I think that's huge. And I think that the one thing that uh, another thing that I think is so special about the Narconon program is it's not like 28 days and you're done. It's, Yes, you know, you can use insurance for the Narconon program, but it's it, you're going more for a result. You're not going for, okay, these days are up. Insurance isn't going to cover you anymore, and so you're done. And I think, I think that's huge because not everybody is going to take the same amount of time. You know, it, it, it could be longer for someone than it is for someone else. Yeah, there's no, there's no set time. I mean, obviously, there's averages. You know, our average is about 8 to 10 weeks. Uh, but we've had individuals stay for, you know, 5, 6 months to sort things out and figure things out for themselves. Or we've had individuals, you know, for a very short period of, of stay. Um, you know, each individual is unique. Each individual comes with a different story. Uh, but essentially, you know, our approach is... We want to address the body first uh, with withdrawal and and with the new life detox, you know, getting all the drugs and toxins out of their body. Then we want to get the person learning about their own body and how to control it, how to communicate with others better. And then with the courses, we're, we're addressing the, the person's decision making ability so that they're just making them more able, you know, giving them the tools that right. that that they need as opposed to, you know, a Band-Aid and, a, and a, here's a drug and uh you know, 30 days of we're going to drug you and, you know, go back out and this is what's wrong with you. Good, Good luck. luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fabian, if this is fabulous, I, I really appreciate you going so in depth into the program and we've talked about what sets Narconon Ojai apart from other Narconons, the personal chef, the property, the facilities and um, everything else that you have going for you up there mm -hmm. in Ojai. If you had one message to give to our listeners, be they addicts or family and friends of addicts, what would that message be? Well, the, the message is we want you to have a drug-free and happy life. And, uh, you know, with the recent events of uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, obviously I know you and Steve are big, uh, you know, sports fans. You know, there's somebody in life that was killing it in life. He was only 41 years old. He died, obviously, in a helicopter crash with his, his daughter. And... Um, that, that, that had me looking at my own mortality at, when that occurred and that you can be here. Because he couldn't die. Kobe was never going to die. He was, he was more than just a man, you know, and my boys grew up with him really as their hero. My dog is named after Kobe oh, wow. Bryant. I mean, that is, that is his actual name. So how could somebody like that die? It was an impossibility. So... I'm sorry. Yeah, no, off, it's just, you know, yeah. you're here one moment and, you know, gone the next in a flash. And uh, it makes you really think, am I doing this right? You know, so the, to the family members uh, that have somebody, a loved one, you know, that's basically struggling with addiction or somebody that is struggling with addiction, you know, you really got to love and live life at every moment of it. You need to cherish it. I know that's a cliche, but, uh, you know, it's life is precious and we need to be more kind to each other and, don't hold on to those grudges. You know, there's, a, a, there's, you know, we need to put more kindness. There's a, a lot of unkind things that are out there in the world. So don't, you know, don't give up on the, that individual and get them the help, you know, and obviously Narconon is here to help 
one, uh, the end product and the end goal of Narcanon is that a person is living a happy and drug-free life. And uh, there's there's a long way to go in this battle of addiction. You know, over 52,000 people died last year from preventable drug overdose. Uh, that's more than the Vietnam War. So we, you know, there is quite a quite a bit of work to do. And again, you know, if there's somebody that needs help, uh, get them the help. You know, and listen to them and get them the help. And whether it's Narcanon or any other Narcanons in the world, you know, we're here to help and we're here to give a, a, a good solution that I think is the best on the planet. You know, I think you're right. And the only thing I would add to that message, if I may, is just that because a life like Kobe Bryant's could end so quickly, don't wait. Don't wait to get treatment. Don't wait to get help because life can turn and change in a bad way in an instant. And don't wait for that bad instant. Just do something about it now. Yeah. Well, thank you for being with us today, Fabian. I know you're super duper busy handling mountain lions. <laughs> but um, thank you for talking about Narconon Ojai. And I understand that you have some graduates that hopefully we can get on the podcast. I'm excited about that. So we will be talking to you and your students thank again. You. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to... Uh have some of our graduates on the program looking forward to hearing their story and sharing their story with you guys. And uh, I love everything that you're doing with the podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast episode today. I think that Fabian's messages at the end are exactly spot on. If you want more information about Narconon Ojai, just give them a call. There's no commitment when you call them and they can answer any questions that you might have. The number there is 866-231-5924. Be sure and get help if you need it or if you need it for someone that you loved. And we will talk to you again next week. You have been listening to the Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return, sponsored by Narconon Ojai. For more information on Narconon Ojai, call 866-231-5924 or visit www.narcononojai.org. Narconon is a non-12-step rehabilitation program based on the works of L. Ron Hubbard.